I told you earlier on that I'll be talking to, uh, I'll say he's a young man because I, mm-hmm. ICT business leader for 30 years. My goodness. <laughs> Very quickly, let's just go through this one. Um, and say he's ICT and business leader for 30 years. Uh, his name is Louis Onyango Otieno. Mm-hmm. That name, okay. Accrued a unique set of experiences from the public and private sectors in the US and Africa. And this drives Louis' passion for ICT in development, regularly travels rural Africa seeking inspiration for the application of ICTs to positively impact Africa's people and future. He firmly believes that African innovation absolutely transforms the world. And he's got this CV, if I start reading it, I think we'll be ending at 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, this is amazing. Welcome so much, Louis Otieno. Thank you, Charles. Karibu sana. You know, when I got the brief this morning mm-hmm. and I was told uh, Louis Otieno, I was like, Louis Otieno, I used to do, I used to be on radio with him at Nation Media Group. I was like, so how is this connecting at all? And Louis, yeah. tell us, who is Louis Otieno? From your own words, not uh, what uh, my producer has uh, given me. Mm. Who is Louis Otieno? Well, I'm not the other Louis you're thinking about. Absolutely, with that. yes. <laughs> uh, otherwise, this Louis is a um, product of uh, Kisumu. Kisumu. Born yeah. and bred there. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to school in Nakuru also. Yeah. Came to Nairobi, went to Lenana School. Aye, okay. No, yeah. When you start uh, dropping names like Lenana, Ben Schwarz is looking no, away I, like... I, I, went to, I, went to, I went to class. <laughs> class. <Lenana school. laughs> you know, your parents take you to school. Oh, you choose to go to, go to class. class. Uh, oh, so, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, then from there, kind of went to the US. Mm-hmm. Um, my college career there. Mm-hmm. And then my early professional career in ICT began in the US. Then came back in 1997. Oh. Um to help set up the Microsoft business mm-hmm. outside South Africa, in the rest of Africa. And I was doing that for 21 years, different roles. Um, and so now I find myself kind of doing uh, board work uh-huh. um, in various boards uh, here in Kenya, typically just focused on work around digital transformation, which is in line with oh. my background and my passion, yeah, as yeah. you've just finished reading. All right, fantastic. Something just came to mind. We talked about ICT in the 1990s. I mean, how was that compared? When you, yeah, 1997. Why? Where was it in 97? Mm. Uh, no, let's not go there. But, <laughs> but uh, ICT now, the, people started hearing words like ICT big time in the 1990s, late 90s and 2000s. How was it then when you compare it to now? It's funny you say yeah. that because I, I remember when I first came in, yeah. uh, my, my, my background is technical. I'm actually, oh, technical. I'm actually a developer. Oh, uh, the first uh, machine I played with was an Apple IIc around 1984. Oh. Right, so, <laughs> wow. Um, and when I came back, somebody wrote somewhere that uh, I had an interesting job selling software mm-hmm. on a continent with more drums than PCs. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Remote drums um, and PCs. Yeah, so things have changed yeah. um, a lot. If mm-hmm. I reflect on the, shall we say, 20 or 30 years mm-hmm. since 1997, mm-hmm. you know, we've moved from a situation where people didn't appreciate intellectual property. Mm-hmm. You would go down the street and somebody's shoving uh, a CD uh, oh, to yeah. you, yeah. telling you to to buy it, mm. doesn't care who produced it, mm-hmm. or whether or not that person makes money, etc. So one of the first things I had to battle with um, 
the policy level was the whole thing around intellectual property mm-hmm. and uh, passing or influencing the passing of some of the bills that we now benefit from that lead to people creatives being paid. Passing so where? Is, so that, is I, that in parliament? At yeah, the yeah, time. yeah, yeah. We had yes. to work with uh, we had to work with the copywriter. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that's uh, in the nineties now. That's in the nineties. Wow. Right? How come we didn't read about this? Well, we were busy doing other things. But well, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's just if I took that line. That's mm-hmm. the change that's happened. Uh, mm-hmm. People are now making money from creatives because of mm-hmm. what happened in nineteen ninety seven, mm-hmm. when nobody thought that you should be paying for software uh, or intellectual property generally. Okay. Okay. So that's an example. Um, these devices, technology were far in between. Not everybody had them. Mm. Now, pretty much everybody has it. And that's important because it, it provides access to some of the benefits of, of, of uh, technology. Those days, it was very limited to businesses and mm-hmm. a few wealthy people who yeah. had um, things. And, and we're talking about these huge corporates, actually, yeah. who can... Uh, now, now you'll be hard-pressed to find any business that doesn't have technology um, of some level, mm-hmm. devices, mm-hmm. software-running businesses and things like those. Typical person today is, is using technology all day, whether it's to receive payments, yeah. to communicate, yeah. to confirm things and so forth. That was not the case um, in 1997. So things have changed a lot. Yeah. Um, it's no longer, you know, you, you know, those days we're thinking about, okay, so you get them technology, you have to spend time training these people and so forth. You and it was very expensive. Yeah, you yeah. don't spend time training anybody, everybody here. Uh, knows how to use technology. Tech savvy. Uh, my young people, I, I, my, my youngsters, uh, my, my daughters, you know, often teach, teach me. Uh, oh, come on, yeah. come on. No, they they use them in different ways that I didn't anticipate. Okay, okay, I, um, I can understand so that, yeah. They, they're wired like this. Uh, all you, all the young people are wired differently. Yeah, they are. It's not Absolutely. like this is a special thing. It's part of life. Wow. Yeah. Okay, before we get into the business news, I mean, you work for all these uh, uh, farms uh, overseas, is that where you gain that knowledge or from the time of, uh, um, when can I say, when you were young, this was something that you wanted to do? Or I, actually, no. Mm. Uh, uh, when, I was, when I got out of high school, mm-hmm. I wanted to be an architect like everybody else oh. uh, at that time, at least my friends. Um, so well, my first job... Well, considering the school. <laughs> yes. So my first job was actually... Uh, my first job was actually... Um, at, at steel structures, uh, uh-huh. working as a draftsman for mm-hmm. an architect mm-hmm. uh, while they were building Kasarani, etc. Oh, so when I got to the US, the yeah. idea was to go and get training for along those lines. Mm-hmm. But then I stumbled onto a, a PC, uh, an Apple IIc, and I played around with it and I said, wow, this is quite cool. And then, as they an say, an Apple everything flows. Everything. From that. <laughs> yeah. An Apple IIc right now should be about 60 years old or so. No. Yeah. You're exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> comparably, comparably to yes, what we're having right to now. Your, compared to your iPhone, yes. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay, we'll be getting into this one. And of course, talking about the various places that you, you trained in the countries, just the knowledge you got and how you can impart it to the young people uh, of today which by the way is interesting because now as you said and i quite agree because i have the same demogra- demograph so does junior uh, the same demograph they take your phone and tell you can i show you something and they go boom 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 you go like oh okay how mm-hmm. did you do that mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet you're the guru when it comes to this one all right we have just tuned in i've got uh Tiano 
an amazing, amazing man who, in 1997, as he says, returned to Africa to lead Microsoft's expansion across West, East, Central Africa and the Indian Ocean Islands. We'll talk about that experience, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you so much. His name is Louis Otieno. Uh, and uh, amazing, uh, 97, after about the 90s, when they returned to Africa to lead Microsoft's expansion towards uh, across the West, East, Central Africa, Indian Oceans. And uh, he's also the past president of the American Chamber of Commerce in Kenya. He has served on boards of Kenya's Vision 2030. Mm, okay. Enablist East Africa, Red Media, Nigeria, and the Comesa Business Council. He sits on the boards of National Media Group and ABSA Kenya, providing guidance on digital transformation. He is also the chairman. Uh, where is that? I mean, this, this, this list just goes. <laughs> no, 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 no. And uh, he's an advisor to the Lake Region Economic Block County Governors on matters COVID-19. I don't know whether that is still going on, uh, mm-hmm. Louis Tiano. No. That, 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 you Lisha Kabisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you take, uh, 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 Mr. Louis Tiano, uh, during COVID times, mm-hmm. how is it looking, uh, especially on the, because there was this blow up on the ICT and people got into what we talk about, the TikToks, the, all this. And um, how did you manage all that at the time when it was happening in 2020, 2021? Okay, manage in terms of business? Yeah, business. Thank you. No, um, you know, the whole COVID thing was a tragedy in many ways for many people. Correct. Um, so it's not something you sit and celebrate. No, you can't. Um, yeah. In that way, yeah. But it did um, create a compelling event that moved businesses from having the theoretical conversation around digital transformation mm-hmm. to actually doing it. Media houses suddenly couldn't sell newspapers at the corner. Banks couldn't own their branches. Yep. Etc. So uh, people couldn't go to work. Uh, people had to work from. So there was a lot of transformation that was forced upon all manner of business mm. and people in terms of basic lifestyle. Um, mm. Kenyans now use more M-Pesa than cash and things like these. I quite agree with that. Those are permanent consequences of um, a tragedy like... Uh, or COVID, and there's no going back, right? So it was a compelling event that was necessary, I guess. So it was a blessing in that way that forced businesses to sit back and say, suspend whatever plans you had for this year. Things have changed. Oh, um, goodness. It also created opportunities for new businesses that mm-hmm. did not exist, mm-hmm. uh, delivery companies and all kinds of things. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Those are permanently there. So people have tasted something better, mm-hmm. um, and they're sticking with that. So that's how I would look at, at COVID. Wow, that was really tough uh, for for a, a lot of people. But uh, did, did you get? Were you approached by media houses on how to mitigate some of these factors? That you can't sell papers. People are not consuming your goods and all that. And and if it, and, and if indeed if it happened, you don't have to give us a practical knowledge. Or if you can, you don't have to mention the name of the company. Yeah. And uh, how did you man- maneuver through that uh, situation? Well, <clears throat> analog oriented organizations mm-hmm. or those who are sharing content mm-hmm. on paper and non-digital platforms were right. forced to go digital. Okay. What to look at were, were forced to look at uh, alternative platforms and channels um, to share their content. Um, and the world also has moved from yeah. one where media houses 
decide what they tell people and when they consume go and sit in front of a tv at nine o'clock i'll tell you what you need to know <laughs> yeah kind of story uh, things have changed yeah uh, people consume content when they want to where they want to on any device Correct. on any channel mm-hmm. right i give the example that young people found out the queen died not because they read anywhere the queen died it was probably a joke that showed <laughs> up on tiktok <laughs> or oh, else. i like the fact that, that the queen died yeah remains the fact yeah how it was communicated in terms of the associated content as well as the platform and time etc is neither here nor there yeah and that's what people need to understand today so a lot of media houses or those who are going to survive are those who sit back and say what are our consumers using to consume content and then what do we need to do with that so whether it's tiktok or it's whatever it is it doesn't matter that is what we need to do. So your organization has to have the ability to embrace those technologies mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're not fast enough, somebody else will emerge from nowhere um, and take over uh, all that. Okay, right. I, I, I can understand from that point of view, but also an organization that needs actually to survive, you don't, you need to get these people, are they, are they Gen X, Gen Z, or Gen, because you need to monetize what you're doing. Absolutely. Because, yeah. So how do you now navigate on that aspect? In terms of monetization, yeah, monetization, monetization, uh, using the, the whether it's a TikToks or whatever, trying to get into your organization, uh, the monetization aspect of it, yeah, yeah. So to me, monetization is about who's the creative, who's the owner of the intellectual property. So the identity of that person must be known. Okay, then um, content being of value there would have to be people who are willing to pay for that content mm-hmm. from a consumer point of view. Mm-hmm. In terms of the platform where that um, um, content is being delivered, it can be any combination of things. It can be direct, it can be indirect, it can be through our existing media house, etc. And so we come to compensation, which is how do I get paid for that content? Now that you know who I am. That has been very contentious. Right, yeah, <laughs> now that you know it was, who, yeah, yeah, now that you know who I am, now that you know that I own that content, now it's a question of um, how do I get paid? Competition models can vary. It can be direct. It can be shared revenue. It can be any number of things. Okay. What's important is that uh, the creatives, in order to sustain themselves and to continue being creative, would need to be paid. Um, and in our environment where that's where wealth is going to be created, mm-hmm. um, it's important that we we have all the environment that's conducive for that. People's intellectual property being protected, um, policies in place that encourage all that and so forth. Uh, like this government has already discovered, there's a lot of taxes to be made from that also. So um, it's all good for everybody. Yeah, it's all good for everybody. But we heard what the president was. He said today or yesterday mm-hmm. that he's going to sit with the various uh, stakeholders and talk about TikTok. Because now TikTok has become... Uh, a monster on its own. Uh, now Somalia has banned it because of uh, uh, people are using it to to disseminate uh, information about radicalism and all that. Uh, how is this going to be, by the way? Because TikTok blew up in 2020-2021. Today is TikTok. Yesterday it was Facebook. Just Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow yeah. it will be Bam Bam. <laughs> it will be Guinea. <laughs> Look, there will be. I like that. <laughs> there will like be a new platform created 
every other day. Mm-hmm. Creation of content will continue. It will. Absolutely. Consumption of content will continue. Yeah. Whether or not they like it. Mm-hmm. That there are some people in the middle here who are using it negatively yeah. should never cloud the benefits that any of those platforms would uh, would offer. Mm-hmm. So the idea of sitting here and saying I'm going to ban TikTok is the laziest <laughs> way of regulation. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Okay, okay explain that way. Yeah, no, be blunt. Yeah, I mean, that's the easiest thing to that's, say is that's I, don't, what, I heard something bad about this platform. Yeah. Shut it off. Because that's what, what people want to hear. What about the Louis, fact that yeah. I can actually teach people how to grow chicken on TikTok? Yeah. What about the fact that I can actually teach, uh, educate the farmers on the new fertilizer that I'm pushing out there? Mm. Over together? What, mm-hmm. what about all that, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't throw the baby in the bathwater. Oh, yeah, out okay. of the window, yeah. So uh, I'm clear in my mind that you can never, or you should never attri- attempt to, to ban new platforms. We should look at them, analyze them, and I trust that this environment, the lawyer, uh, the, I mean, the, 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 you know, government is taking policy position on it, mm-hmm. legislators are looking at mm-hmm. it, technocrats are taking a position on that. This is about but, identifying but, uh, negative uh, content yeah. and regulating it, not shutting down the whole platform. The whole platform, yeah. So it means, uh, does it mean you have to go for individuals? Because uh, that one, it, it, that, that's next to impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so how how do you do it? How do you regulate it from Louis Otieno's point of view? I can't sit here right now and say I'm going to think about everything. Yeah. Number one, number two, I'd have to sit down with all the stakeholders and understand what they see and what they are worried about. Okay. And then based on that, I would sit down and then sit back and craft all the necessary mitigating policies yes. and interventions that are necessary mm-hmm. in order to allow for more good to be accrued from that opportunity mm-hmm. platform opportunity and not get carried away or off the cuff just responding to the negatives that you may have heard from one thing or the other mm-hmm. in my mind for every negative thing you hear there's probably a lot of Positives. more positive things that yeah. are going on over there mm-hmm. and you shouldn't do that that's one and then secondly <laughs> you, you don't want to shut down your own the opportunities for your own people Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna ban TikTok, ban it across the whole world. Yeah, there's no point of banning it here, and the next no person has allowing it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You lose out on those. Kind of yeah, absolutely. So, um, that's my position on that, but that's my personal opinion. No, it's uh, okay. It's okay because I was just reading somewhere about Senegal suspends TikTok amid clampdown on dissent. Somalia has done the same. Canada also, and I mean this thing is like all over the world. Again. Again. It's TikTok today. It was Facebook yesterday. It's, it's going to be Bamba tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. There is going to be that conversation. Yes. And the answer is always going to be identify what you're trying to regulate and regulate. I like that the, one. The, the laziest way to regulate is the ban. <laughs> the ban. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is someone who's asking, asking a question. Says, hey, Charlie, how are you? Ask Lou about his love of music and what you can play for him. What lessons has he learned personally in his life career to date? He's a lover of sports as well. That's why I asked you, why you are the Christy Sevens. Sean Cadovillis was actually in Masaku when we were doing it. (laughs) Unfortunately, I was was out of town, but I am a a person who loves rugby. I follow our Sevens team. Mm -hmm. Early on in the year, I was uh, out in in, in Canada um, supporting them. 
um, and hopefully go watch some rugby in France next month. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm also I'm also I'm also a big supporter or of, of Kisumu rugby. So <laughs> yeah, I know, very happy to see happy. them back <laughs> uh, to the Kenya Cup. Well, ask Sean. He's actually there. To, he has the statistics. Also. And it's good to see you. Yeah, he's a long-term supporter of rugby. Yes. Yeah, he's a rugby man through and through. Yeah. 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 So your love for music also? Music. So I love a lot of music. Um, I have a, a wide range of music that I like. I love rumba. I love jazz specifically african jazz so the likes of sifo kumede or uh, jonathan butler wow the likes legends of, I, love, um, I love um you know what what do you guys call old school old school oh, that's all relative. yeah old school uh, that's all relative yeah so if you ask me to uh, ask you to play some stuff you probably won't be able to find them mm-hmm. you know i'll tell you confunction lakeside you yeah. might get away with Dance that band, gap but band. Uh, yeah. Gap band, yeah. You, yeah. you know yeah. some of those things yeah, 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 the end yeah. of time. <laughs> it depends on where you are you know and then listen to the music my my daughters i have four lovely daughters they always uh you know sit me as Ashley, there's Jazzy. Shout out to them. Maya, uh-huh. uh, the last two have just gone back to, to school, uh-huh. college. Um, so I learned a lot of music from them. Mm. Um, but I like the fact that it sounds like we have come through, we're back to creative. Yeah. There's a period of time there that we were recycling. Yeah, you're heavy. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, it doesn't matter where, it's, where it comes from, but it's just that it sounds original. Um, so... That's what old school is to me. Original. All right. And the new school is original. In the middle here, there's a little bit of a mess. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. Before we can release you, I just, uh, something here that, this is the first thing that I was told that you're the chairman of the boards of Airtel Networks, Kenya Limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us a bit about the organization. Airtel. And how we can partner with Capital FM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, pitching. I'm pitching, guys. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, Airtel is in the business. Yeah. Um, like any telecommunication business, we mm-hmm. kind of operate at the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. That is the need to communicate, correct? The need to be in contact and so forth. More so now during trying times, mm-hmm. right? Uh, people need each other and so forth. Um, often that person is not physically next to you. That person could be very remote somewhere else. You need to use the technologies that we have today in order for you to keep um, um, supporting individuals mm-hmm. to be a community. Um, and, and so forth. So that's the business we're in. Um, so we try to make it available. Mm-hmm. We try to make it affordable, mm-hmm. um, uh, um, etc. Et right? So that's something that whole industry is doing. Um, and then given the fact that we're in a commercial situation, or uh, we're competing, right? Mm-hmm. So we compete, uh, um, and that drives innovation. Yeah. That drives um, um, uh, different things. So I think... If you look at the environment, whether I'm here or I'm in Homer Bay, my shags, maybe my grandmother has phones. <laughs> um, we're able to, go, as I'm speaking to you here, I'm transferring money. Mm. You know, th- those days of going, having to go to the bank in order to do that are over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Leo Chera, for coming to Capital Film and speaking to Thank us. Thank you for having me. Wow. You, 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 he's the kind of person you need like uh, seven hours just to sit down and consume what he knows. 
My goodness. Yeah, at I least mean, about three shows. And at least in, in my family, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you listen to somebody talking about something aside from DJing, because my other brother, you know, V. Oh, T. You know, V. Is yeah. Like, he's yeah. Really here yeah, he's really a capital of some, Spinning some stuff. So <laughs> he's in Spain uh, right now. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Thank okay. you very much for having me. Karibu Salah, Amazing, amazing okay. interview we had with you. Hopefully, as Sean said, we'll have another three more shows so that we can digest what you have to say because it's so deep but good stuff it's good meeting you yeah. good right. stuff yeah. good stuff okay.